This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How to not take stuff personally in your love life and in general. If you, once you accept all of your flaws and your faults and your shortcomings and your past and the things that didn't work out, then nobody can use them against you. And so, like, one of the things I see people ripping on me about sometimes, they think it's a, it's a dig as they talk about my shaved head. It's like, I can't do anything about that. I don't feel bad. Obviously, not every single woman I meet is going to like the fact that I don't have my hair all grown out or I don't have it all or I'm bald in the front and bald going bald on top. It's, you know, once you accept it, who you are, it's like, I don't care if somebody makes fun of me. It is what it is. Some girls are going to like it. Some girls aren't. Some girls like the way I talk. Some girls don't. Some girls like the way I look. Some don't. Some like the way I sound. Some don't. You know, as Stevie Wonder said, you can't live your life according to other people's expectations. Because when you put your own happiness and self-acceptance based upon somebody else liking you or wanting to date you or sleeping with you or doing business with you or hiring you or wanting to hang out with you or, or whatever it happens to be, then your happiness is dependent on something or someone that's outside of yourself. And nine times out of ten, you're going to be disappointed. That person is usually not going to live their life according to your expectations. And the other thing you got to understand about haters, especially if you got people hating on you, is people don't hate you per se. They hate themselves because you are what they wish they could be. And so it's important to manage who you spend your time with. You want to spend your time with people who build you up, who are on your team, who love you no matter what. The kind of friends that when you're doing well, they love you, they're in your life, they're proud of you. When you're going through a tough time, they still love you. They still stay in touch. They're still proud of you. Because what you notice is if you're doing well and you meet a lot of new people and then you go through a tough time and you're not doing so well, your true friends will stick around no matter what. But people that aren't really on your team will disappear and won't want to hang out with you. Some of them will fear that your lack of success or your difficult time is going to rub off on them. And then as soon as you start doing well again, all those shallow people, hey, I always knew you turned around. They'll want to hang out with you. But you got to remember who stood with you when you were going through the difficult time because especially as you get older and you go through a lot of ups and downs in your life, you realize there's you're going to be able to count on one hand the number of people that stick with you no matter what, that you know, even when you get to be in your 50s like I am, there's a handful of friends that I could pick up the phone and call and ask to spend time with or vice versa hey i'm having a party or hey i'm having my 50th birthday or whatever and it may be five or six hours away and it's inconvenient to go see them but i do it 
because they would do it for me. And when you're younger, you think everybody's like that. But as you go through a few decades of your life, you realize there's very few people that are like that. And so once you accept your flaws, your faults, you surround yourself with like-minded people who really are on your team, somebody hates on you, you know, it's like there was a, there was a story I heard years ago, and it was about the Buddha. And so the Buddha was traveling around, and I guess he was going through this village somewhere, and this woman came up and, like, starts giving him a hard time and saying not nice things to him. She's being really unpleasant, and, you know, his some of his disciples are around him that are watching this, you know, woman just berate the Buddha. And he's just smiling at her, and he's calm, and he's nodding, and he's just not letting anything get under his skin because he's decided ahead of time that he's going to be happy no matter what. He's decided that his life is a drama-free zone, basically. And so this woman eventually realizes after a bit that she's just not going to get under his skin. She's not going to bother him. He's not going to become uncentered. And so she goes away, and then his, his, some of his disciples come up, and they're like, Master, it's like, how did you sit there and take all that verbal abuse? Why? I was like, you didn't get mad or upset, and how did you deal with that? And his response was something along the lines of, if someone gives you a gift and you do not accept it, to whom does a gift belong? And so if someone's trying to make you feel bad or give you or serve you a shit sandwich, you can smile at them and politely say, no, thank you, and then walk away. Again, because you choose what it means to you. You choose it being something bad. You choose it meaning something good. The energy is the same. So you might as well make a choice to decide that no matter what happens, you're going to look at the positive outcomes. It's like, what's good about this? What can I use about this? What can I learn from this? Because masculinity is calm, and the more you can remain calm in adversity when people are not calm around you, especially when women are having a bad day that are around you and they decide that they want to take it out on you, if you can remain stoic and calm and find humor and not take it personally, maybe tease her or break their ball, her balls a little bit and let it let her see that you're really not going to be bothered and you're not going to be perturbed by it. You're going to let her do her thing. And then oftentimes, because you brought the higher vibration to the energy, she oftentimes, the person that's upset because you don't go to their level, they will tend to calm down because it's much more efficient physiology to be calm, to be peaceful, to be relaxed versus stressed out and angry and screaming and yelling and, and mad. So always bring a higher energy. Always be calm, bring calm and peace. And if somebody is not is continually trying to disturb your peace, well, then give them the gift of missing you and let them go disturb someone else's peace. Yeah, to me, like Corey said, like it's about finding your inner peace and inner balance and your inner happiness. And once you find that, nobody can touch you. Also, loving yourself. I would like to also add an example. So besides Corey saying about how, you know, it's everything's really subjective at the end of the day. You know, there's going to be, for example, Corey, some girls might not like his bald head. Some might, some might like his looks, some might not. Um, But I would say pretty good example. Grab onto it. 
a pretty good example of something um, that I can think of is, and I know we've all been through this, not just Corey, where we've had, for example, people comment on how we look. On forehead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> forehead. Yeah, big forehead, Jane. Um, and so I would say that us girls, we've um, been alongside each other for long enough to learn not to take those things personally because how I like to see it, these haters are, from what I've experienced, they're all bark, no bite. Um, how are they going to bite you? That's that's the point. It's all bark, no bite. So they'll literally try to throw in the fact that Jade has a big forehead or that, I don't know, my voice is annoying. I've had ones where, like, my voice is annoying or my hair doesn't look good. That's okay, dude. Like, if you don't like my hair, you don't like my voice, that's, that's chill. Like, at the end of the day, I just want to have a platform where I just communicate my opinions and communicate my experiences and my stories and try to do my best to help others. And we, we're all literally doing the same thing to the best of our abilities. And, you know, also we're very open-minded towards like what we read in the comments as well. If there's something that you disagree with and we agree, you know, we do, and you make a point and we agree with you, you know, that's the whole point is to keep a safe space and taking things, not taking things personally is actually a really good thing, especially within this safe space. Yeah, it's, I always have said since I started doing this, one of the things that uh, Bill Parcells, the great um, retired NFL coach and general manager, he said Gosh. was he, he said there's groups of people in the locker room. There's like the guys that are like on the bubble and they're not real good and they're, you know, on the bubble means you're like, barely maybe going to make the team and he says those guys usually gather in the corner and they complain about the other players that are doing well and they complain about the coaches and what he said is you know those are losers losers sit in the corner and they complain about the other players and the other and the coaches but winners gather together as a team on the field and win and so what he was saying was that if you can help the team come on in and if you can't, then get the hell out. And so the way I've always instructed all the girls when they're monitoring comments is like, this is like an NFL locker room. It's a privilege to be here. The people that are here, I want to help people that want to be helped. People that want to be dickheads, like because they're people that are trolls, they purposely, because I've had conversations with many of these guys, they purposely get off and feel significant if they can post something that upsets you because they feel validated and they feel like their life means something if they're able to get you mad or get you upset. And like earlier today, I was on Twitter and I was going through my mentions and people adding me and I see some punk ass kid who's calling himself a PUA, some like, you know, 19, 20 year old kid and uh, talking some shit about me and, you know, saying i'm purple something purple pill or purples i don't i don't i don't know the nomenclature wherever he hangs out he's like i can't stand that guy and then another guy that follows me is liking it and retweeting it and so the whole purpose is agitation he's trying to agitate me so i engage with him and if i engage with him then that means his post will be seen by my followers and because what he's really hoping to do is get engagement from me getting me to acknowledge him so he'll gain followers. I've, I've seen people 
do it's kind of like clout chasing when they do clout chasing videos like i've seen a lot of guys and i'm not going to mention their names i got pretty big counts some of them are bigger than me that when i remember when they started out their very first video was Corey wayne sucks Corey wayne is this Corey wayne is that Corey wayne's a beta male because he believes in relationships i remember i was one of these guys and so all you have to do is put my name in a in a video and talk shit about me it, and it's going to do well because people that follow me or into my work are going to see that and are like, what? And then it starts an argument in the comments from people that are supporters and you got some negative people. And the bottom line on social media, the more comments there are on a post, the further the reach is going to be. And so I see this guy on Twitter talking shit, trying to get under my skin. He's just some you know, punk kid that you know, got laid a few times and now he thinks he's, he's an expert. And all he's really trying to do is pick a fight. So I engage with him, and so he can get some reach on his posts. And I looked at that, and I go, what is the fewest amount of calories I can expend to address this guy? And so I could block him, and then he knows that I saw it, or I can do what I usually prefer, which is I'd like to let him yell at the cloud. So I mute him. And then the other guy that retweeted the post trying to get my attention, I muted him too. So these guys don't know it. They're going to probably continually be on Twitter on a daily basis talking shit, adding me or mentioning me, and I never see their posts. And so that's how you deal with people like that. Don't, don't give them any satisfaction of getting mad or getting upset because especially the trolls, they get off on that. They feel like their life matters and they're significant if they can get under your skin. And I've had these guys tell me when they try to razz me about things or debate me. Like I remember one, a couple of years ago, I was debating some guy about the banking system and how it works. And then he finally admits, oh, I just like trolling Trump supporters and was trying to see if I could get under your skin. And he laughed about it. And he's like, I do this all day. I'm on Twitter all day, you know, getting under Trump supporters mm -hmm. skin, talking about the economy or whatever. But I knew, I know how the banking and the finance system works. And so... I exposed what he was doing, and I was just like, and then he tells me this openly that he's just doing it to try to get a rise and piss me off because he's usually pretty successful at it. And so he thought the whole thing was funny, and I was just thinking, what a douche, man. It's like you get up every day and you go on Twitter trying to upset people or get, a, get them mad at you so you feel like your life matters because it fulfills in a dysfunctional way our, one of our six human needs for significance, meaning my life matters, it's important, you know. I, there's a whole point of me being alive in this world. And so the nice way to deal with those people is just to mute them because they think there's, that you still see their stuff. And so it's kind of funny that you never see anything, and yet they're typing away and every day sending stuff, and you don't see any of it. Just like people on, on YouTube when you, when you mute their comments. It's like they still comment, but nobody sees it. And so it's like they're yelling at the clouds, and that's... That's the best way to, to treat those people. Because if you block them, then they know that you're not going to see their stuff. But if you just mute them, then you know they're crying all along, all the time on their timeline. And you never see it. It doesn't bother you. It doesn't affect you. And days later, you completely forget about it. And you never think about them again. But every day, they're like, ah, Corey guy, you're out get him. This is going to rile him up this time. I don't even see it. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm that type of person that when it comes to certain things, I try my very best to make light of it because when it comes to something negative, it's always good to make light of it because, you know, it's it's just your way. It's for me, it's the best way to not take things personally. Like 
an example of a comment I saw a while back. Um, if I can remember, it was, I don't even remember which video it was, but basically this guy was like roasting me about how like, you know, he thinks like I'm cheesy and all this kind of stuff and basically telling me, oh, you might be a 10 where you're from, but um, in Miami, you're a two. And little did this guy know, I am from the 305. And so I decided to do some math to like roast the shit out of him. And I'm like, okay, so I'm a 10 where I'm from, which is Miami, but I'm also a two. So 10 plus two equals 12. So you're saying I am a 12 out of 10. Thanks for the compliment. And the guy blocked me. I like to make light out of those things. That's pretty good. Yeah, piss like them off and you didn't light. get pissed off. I love it. I Like, y'all troll and it makes me want to troll back. Like, I want y'all to like, you know, like I said, the whole point, this is like a safe space for all of us. I like to make light of things. We don't take things personally, you know? I like to send them into outer space. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end of the day... Muting, muting yeah. them does that. At the end of the day, it's all subjective. Like... I know all of us, we refuse to conform to what other people think of us. So it's all subjective. That's, that's why we have that mindset, because we know that everyone's opinions of us are completely different. And that's totally fine. We're chilling like villains here, honestly. Other people do not define you with their labels. The only way their labels can affect you is if, just like the Buddha was saying, if you don't accept the gift, it doesn't belong to you. And that's what I like about muting is that you don't accept their gift and they can keep trying to give it to you and you never see it. And six months later, you've completely forgotten about the comment or that person. And every day they get up. I had a guy send me an email. I was probably about six months ago and he had sent me an email and he was doing something really ridiculous. And I roasted his ass in a video I did like like 10 years ago. And but he needed to hear it. And then he sends me this email like 10 years later. And he's like still butthurt over that. He's still upset about it. And it's like, well, and he's still doing the same things that are unattractive and that cause problems for him in the past. So sometimes it falls on deaf ears.